beat is fire. Not. <laughs> it's super fire. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Set Apart po Podcast with Ren and Didi. He is Ren and I'm Didi. Just welcome. We are so glad that you're here. This is where we talk about everything and nothing at the exact same time, which is what we like to do. It's a good time. So everything from culture to faith and everything in between. I said everything a lot in that one sentence, but everything. I'm curious about everything. And everything. But anyway. And nothing at the same time. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to the show. I want to get started off with something, something that I feel like everybody talks about a lot in the, in the month of January. But uh, this is always a conversation I think you need to have throughout the year. And so here's my two questions. And of course, we're going to start with the one and only DD on answering these questions. My questions is two questions. One, do you have a word of the year? A lot of people have resolutions. A lot of people have goals. But is there one word that you say can embody um, what you're aiming at this year? And two, the second question is, what is one goal in 2023 that you want to accomplish? You put on the spot. What you got? So my word is actually a word that um, is not new, but it had to be revisited. And that word is execute. Mm. So that's my word for the year. And the reason that that's my word is because I am somebody who um, has a lot of vision and I write things down all the time when they come to me or I forget. But I think now is the year to go back through my notes and let's yeah. execute. So I have the vision. I got the mission. It's time to get to work. There's no reason I should be cautious. There's no reason I should be afraid. There's no reason that I should be um, wondering or worried. Mm -hmm. All written down. If somebody else read it, if I wasn't here anymore, it would be very clear. So it's time to execute. I love that. I love that. Okay. And if it's one goal, one goal, out of this whole year that you could accomplish, what does that look like for you? <sighs> I was nervous about this question because I don't like sharing my business because people <laughs> my stuff. But I think right. to say um, there are a couple of books in me that need to be out of me. And one of mm -hmm. them, I won't say what it's about, but I have a goal of getting that done in the first quarter. Okay. Good. That's good. That's amazing. I think um, for me, it would be it would be uh, my word of the year is balance. Um, I think so much that we try to get better at this, get better at that, get better at this. And then we find out that we have a pie chart. Right. We give all of our um, attention to the areas that need help. But then we end up suffocating the places um, mm -hmm. that we've been consistent in. And so. My word of the year is balance. How do I have an approach to everything that I do, giving um, the effort that is respectful of that area, yeah. um, that I can continue to grow in every single area and not just suffocate one uh, area in hopes of growing another area. So balance is my word of the year. Um, something that, um, of course, is very under wraps. I mean, I don't like... Um, real G's moving silence like lasagna. I'm not going to tell you where I got that quote from, what? but <laughs> I wish I need y'all to understand that that is some truth. Okay. If you don't know, now, you know, um, but um, I've been, I've been going through to last six months. I want to say um, I've been doing bass guitar lessons. And so um, it's not only to be proficient at that um, probably by the summertime, but also to take up then a different instrument Okay. Um, coming, you know, after summertime um, to try to be proficient in that. I think um, it's always been a place where I've been curious about. Um, my father played five instruments. Wow. Um, and here as I can beatbox, you know, you give me a pen, a number two pencil, I'm tearing it up on the tables. Uh, but um, that's something that I want to pour myself into. Uh, not so much in the sense of going um, and to join a band and hitting the road. But in a sense of, I always want to make sure that I'm in a place where I am growing um, and learning new things. 
Um, and also um, for those little um, third graders, fourth graders, the people in elementary school who's um, in a band class and maybe you're like, oh, I play the flute. No, listen, that is a skill. Home that skill. You're going to yeah. be so much um, more proud or so much more um, just just full feeling when you get older, when you understand that you've seen it through that process, you were bad at one point in time and you went through the steps to become proficient and just seeing something through the end um, also has its benefits. Um, so there it is. That's the word of the year. That's the goal in the weir- year from Didi and Ren. Um, so yeah. let's get into our topic. What you got? What you got for our topic today? Well, Didi? So there, let me just, um, you brought back a memory okay. of mine. So okay. fun fact about me is I play a few instruments. Um, okay. We got to single me out. Let's just, let's just, you know, because <laughs> um, this is just us talking. So I, um, yeah, so I think when I was seven or eight, I started taking piano lessons. Oakland, California, 103rd Street, Mitch Richardson. I love you. Rest in peace. Mm. So this is like you go to her house, sit okay. on, on the living room, sit beside her on the bench, and she's teaching slash slapping your knuckles with a ruler. She was the truth. <laughs> Oregon right next to it, but I didn't, I didn't graduate to Oregon. So when I was eight years old, um, I'm the oldest of three at the time. Now there's four of okay. us. They came along and my parents were like, you're going to have to choose that or basketball. Because mm. we got kids. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. can't. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, I chose basketball. However, um, two Christmases later, I got a Yamaha keyboard and I was the happiest little girl ever. I begged for that thing. And I kept my books from Miss Richardson and I kept, I remember my chords, my skills. So I kept messing around with it. I wrote a couple songs and all that good stuff. So then transitioned to middle school. Ain't no keyboard in the band. So mm. I had to um, I really wanted percussion. And then um, I ended up getting saxophone. Okay. So it's easy. Saxophone, you got to remember them scales, got to remember the notes, how to read music. So I did saxophone mm-hmm. from seventh grade to ninth grade. And I did percussion um, eighth and ninth. And then I had to choose between varsity band, varsity basketball. Mm, they tried to Troy Bolton you. Listen. They tried to Troy Bolton you, Didi. Let me just tell you something. Marching band, because that's when we moved to Texas. Marching band in Texas is not a extracurricular. It's a part-time job. I, I don't got that. I don't got the calves to march in band. Listen. I ain't got the wind in me. But as a freshman... On percussion, you just in the pit anyway, so you don't even get to march, but you got to do all the work and you just on the sideline, mm. moving move uh, marimbas and <laughs> heavy stuff. But you got to be there for all the stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm finna get on this court. So I quit, but <laughs> I still messed around on the keys. I still messed around on percussion. I don't do the woodwinds anymore, but I was I was into that heavy. So that's okay, my- here's here's my question for you then. Did you learn the flight of the bumblebee? <laughs> Did you learn the flight of the bumblebee? Listen, where I went to school, that was not on the agenda. Okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It ain't no like flight of the bumblebee. But the drum line was they was lit. They used to come in the cafeteria from time to time and put on the show, and that's why I did percussion. And there was one other black girl. Now I was like, yeah, that's me. But then I quit. <laughs> okay, that make so they tried to Troy Bolton you. I'm telling you, they try to. That's a that's a verb. They did um, though. They but, did. Okay. But luckily, basketball worked out. So, but yeah, that that reminded me of that what you said about seeing something through and um, music. Learning music is is such a hobby that keeps on giving. I'll just put it like that. Right. Yeah, it matters for and sure. It trains your ear to hear stuff that other people don't hear when you're listening to music casually. So. Yeah. Yeah, it matters. It matters. It's so to me, it's such an it's something that like I think as kids, as me, at least I can speak for me as a kid, I was so fixated on sports. I was so fixated on um honestly just surviving school. I wasn't the best student, you know, at the, mm-hmm. at at a young age. Um I think it was it, until college I didn't learn how to apply myself. Um like, oh man, I can 
be good in my my sports area, but also apply myself in the classroom. Wow. Like this is what it takes. Um, so I didn't learn that until college. But man, boy, do I wish that I could go back and tell little Ren to say, hey, like because <laughs> I did I did trumpet in the third grade. Okay. Like, hey, man, like stick with it. Stick with it. You got to you got to ear like um, a lot of times, uh, you know how they say common sense ain't common. Listen, mm-hmm. having rhythm is not a common thing. Not only having ri- having rhythm, seeing patterns. Americans like, back. Ex- listen, everybody so, ain't born with it. <laughs> everybody ain't born with it. People think, oh man, you're black, you got a good beat. No, no, listen, it's not like that. I know people who are struggling, struggling. Mm-hmm. But no, it's if use and 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 then that's why I say that I am a big component of. Use the gifts that God gave you to be you. You don't have to put yourself into a box. You don't have to only be the music player. You don't have to only be the sports player. God gave you gifts. That's be real. you. Use them all. That got that was a segue we weren't even ready for. Listen, use them all. <laughs> use them all. Shoot. That's how I feel. Use them so, all. Um, sorry for that little distraction. But yeah, we, we got a good topic though. Um this is kind of a continuation on this conversation that we've had before. Um, but I think I just got tired of being on the hot seat, really. Um, <laughs> so this is a little revenge, but not really. But I think it's going to be a good a good conversation. But um, we've been talking about dating and relationships. And I mean, how can you not? It's just it's mm-hmm. there is so many voices out there right now. So um, I wanted to kind of bring a different angle. One, one reason is that... Um, it has been my observation that there are there is a segment of the population of women and a segment of the population of men that kind of took over social media in a way that seems like if you didn't know any better, we don't like each other. Hmm. What I mean is we talk so nasty to each other. We bash. We call out everything that's wrong. Um, we... When people are happy, we make fun of it or say, oh, that ain't real. That ain't they ain't posting that real stuff. That's just fake. Oh, he gonna he right. ain't nothing about you. Now, whether or not that's true, why do we do that? And it mm. would almost appear like we actually don't want to be in relationship with each other because we are always at each other's throats. And to me, that's counterintuitive. Yeah. Why, why would I? down you and then complain that you don't want to be around me right so i hope that we kind of bring a perspective of like no the point is to understand better because i Mm. think the goal is that men and women want to be together not apart (laughs) so it just doesn't make sense to me why we dog each other on the internet right and, and then complain that so they don't want to commit or anyway, I can go forever on that, but mm-hmm. I'll just start here. So we had a conversation and we were talking about lists and stuff. And you had asked me, um, what are some things that are on my list? You know, in my twenties versus like my late twenties. And then, right. um, through till now. And, um, and I have said that my, my lists have changed definitely over the years. It doesn't mean they have grown longer or shorter, but they have changed the items. Some got deleted, some got added, um, right. and some were simplified. But then you asked me, out of all that stuff that I ever wrote down, what would be the, the, the one thing if I had to put one thing on, on there? And my answer was, well, I don't know. Do you remember what my answer was? The one thing that you said, did you say... Oh man, this is a quiz. I believe you said for him to know who he is. Yeah, that's exactly what you I said, said for him to know who he is. Because yeah. when you know who you are, yeah, it it's profound. I know it's tattooed on my heart that you <laughs> will know <laughs> that he knows who he is because like you're able to walk freely in that, and then you're able to let he's able to let you be who you are and who God created you to be. Absolutely, one hundred percent, and um. It had nothing to do with his bank account. Mm. Usually, it had, it had nothing to do with what he had on his feet, what he was wearing, what is what is if he needed a lineup at the barber or whatever. Because we know he is. I honestly don't care about that because everything else falls under that. 
Right. Um, I'm not trying to push him into a certain career, yada, yada, yada. Mm. So, the, and the, like you said, the reason I said that is because I am getting, I am learning more and more who I am and actually not just accepting it, but embracing it and actually loving it and enjoying it. Right. So I don't want to, and I guess my fear, if I had one, is that when a woman is at that place, that maybe um, a man finds, this is what I've heard, finds that they're not needed to come save my day, save the day. Mm. So my question to you is, number one, please correct me if I'm wrong, but the main question underlying that is, what is it, if anything, that would stop a man from approaching a woman? Right off the rip, just right, right away, right? Like, mm-hmm. just okay. And um, I'll, I think I'll, I'll go layers under that, but I don't want to be leading your answer. Right. I think there's a list, right? Um, to me, there's a balance in everything. Bring up that word again. There's a balance in everything that, um, as a woman, I want you to be strong and independent. Okay. I want that. Like, I love seeing that. I love seeing that strength. I love seeing the fact that you're just not waiting to have codependency. I love the fact that you have initiative. I love the fact that you have goals. I love the ha- fact that you have passions, um, mm-hmm. even things that are not the passions that I have. For example, I don't like painting. But if you said like, oh, man, I love to have paint nights every Wednesday and stuff like that. Like, how can I push you forward and thrust you forward into that passion? Exactly. Um, even though I am... I'll try it. I can tell you right now how bad it's going to be. Um, yeah. Stick figures was hard for me. Um, but I would love to see that individual passions. But but mm-hmm. that's one thing. That's the balance part of it. I think there is a, I wouldn't say a turnoff. I would say a bit of a, uh, what's the point when um, women take the whole, I am so strong. I am so mighty. I don't need no man. Such and such and such, like when you give off that vibe, I'm like, listen, like, I'm not saying at no point in time for me as a man, I'm like, hey, I'm not saying you need me. I'm not saying I want you to be in a point where you're 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 giving off the 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 feeling of, oh, I am dying for my knight in shining armor. I'm not saying that. But there's a difference between you being strong and independent in the way that you are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that whole. I'm an independent woman. I don't meet no man. It's like repelling. It's like, okay, but if you don't need one, like, are you looking? Like, I'm confused at this point. Is it a... Because (laughs) the the word independent got used in two different ways. So when you say that vibe, what does that vibe look like? What what does that mean? So let let me tell you the independent that I like. The independent that I like is the fact that you don't need somebody to enable you to go get what you're going to get. Okay. Um, you're a go-getter. You don't need somebody to hold your hand in order to get up and pursue your goals. Mm-hmm. So, um, in the words, once again, y'all, y'all gonna tell, y'all gonna find out a lot about my musical background, at least if anything in this in this show. But um, you a movement by yourself, but you a force when we together. Preach, preach, Reverend Neo. That's what I. That's what I want. You a movement by yourself. But we are forced when we together. I mean, the reason why that look, the reason why that's appealing is because um, it's it's not like there's no movement before me. Yeah. Now I'm just pushing you to do anything. Like you're a freaking couch potato. Like you waiting for me to to get up and and because you have people like that. Like you have people who are so you have women that are so submissive. Even men that are so submissive. Oh, 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 don't say that word yet. We got to get to that because that's a, <laughs> that's, that's, a, a that's a that's a cuss word. Shouldn't be. Let me use passive then. There you You're go. so passive, or lazy, or lazy, um, that you literally need a person, whether that's a significant other, mm. whether that's a friend, whether that's a sibling, whatever it is, to literally push you to do the things that you said you want to do. Right. Not that I said I want for you. You said you wanted to get up and work out. I have to come physically peel you off the couch in order for you to do what you said you wanted to do. You. That's an issue. So when you say the independent, that's the independent that you like. So you, you, let me just, 
I'm, I'm learning communication skills, everybody. So one thing I learned is check for understanding. So I'm going right. to repeat what you said in the words of my brain heard them. So you're okay. saying basically the independent that you you like is someone who's ambitious, yes. goal, I won't say goal oriented, but actually um, working toward the goal actively. Mm -hmm. And um, when you use the word independent, it's more like if you say that you're going to do something, you're working toward it mm -hmm. without having to have somebody to constantly, not, not an encourager, but like you didn't do anything until somebody was in your face telling you to do it constantly over and over you just you so somebody who's ambitious who's a go-getter who handles business basically right somebody who's grown it's, it, that's that's what i was about to say like often i would i would equate that to being grown that's something that you learn right. when you come from a child to a grown-up but i realize that that's not as easily as said these days um there's a lot of grown-ups who still need they handheld and that's a hard life to live and for them i hope you find the one that you're looking for but for me at my <laughs> house yeah blessings to you so what's exactly. the so you said um so the other extreme would be i'm so independent i don't need anything from anybody mm -hmm. yes i wonder I wonder what the word independent actually means, because to me, that's not there's in between self-sufficient and. I don't want to depend on anyone. Right. Because. Or I don't need anyone. I put it like that, because we all need somebody to depend on at some point, because nobody's always up. Nobody always wants to do right. what they said. But I just feel like um, that that narrative of I don't need no man. Cause I remember one time I, I told someone in my family, they had asked me how I was doing and things, how things were going. I was like, no, I'm doing good. You know, things are moving along. Well, don't you turn to them. One of them girls that said they don't need no man. I said, how did we jump to that? Like, I never said that actually in my whole life. I've never said right. that because I know for me that that's not true. Cause I very much like men. Okay. Let's put that right. out. But I, I was like, just because I said, I'm okay. How did you literally, right after I said that, you told me don't turn into one of them girls that say they don't need no man? And I was like, is that is that that you that concerned that I'm gonna turn into that because so, I'm not crying right now? Because it's so it's two different sides. It's that one that I just explained to you that you're a goal getter. You go and you get your stuff. That's the type of independent that you like. But the the way that culture perceives the other type of independent is that I don't need no man, which sounds like. A response to hurt like you got so tired of being hurt that not only do you not need no man you don't need nobody or no nothing or no handouts no support no nothing you doing it all by yourself as a response to hurt and it's and to me when i hear a girl say that it's like nah you ain't you haven't dealt with you but you haven't dealt with you i think that person assumed that I was talking out of my hurt because of how hurt that I had been. Mm -hmm. But I was literally just saying, I'm doing okay, literally. Mm -hmm. And I think what I'm get, what I'm hearing and what I'm kind of getting at before I was prepared to get there is I think that, do you, or do you think that sometimes we're, we're projecting our measures of hurt on other people where they should be based on what I know about what they've been through because hands down that person that called to check on me because of something I, I had been through in a relationship mm -hmm. and that was a good day and I actually was doing the work I was in counseling and I literally was I just all I said was I'm doing good I'm okay right and they flipped to what they assumed I was dealing with and how the kindness of their heart was warning me not to become one of them women. And right. I had no intention of becoming one of that women. Cause I'll say like this, let me go and put some more business out. When someone asked me when I was going, I won't say going through my divorce, my divorce was over, but mm. someone asked me, would you get married again? And I was like, yeah, I never equated that to that, that, in that 
one situation to all situations. And I thank God yeah. I I never been that kind of person because people are people, individuals are individuals. Mm. And situations, although they're connected, are not, um, they don't have to define the next one. Right. I hear what you're saying because some people will out of, like you said, they respond out of the hurt that they still feel like it's mm -hmm. still active and running through their body. I, I just, I can't deal with it no more. I don't want, I, uh -uh, that ain't for me. Right. And as we talked about before, I think people react also off, off of not only how they, you know, process their hurt or, or right. the way that they think that you're processing your hurt, but also um, a lot of people more, more than not that I've crossed, um, they operate off a worst case scenario. And mm -hmm. so they always try to deter you from that worst case scenario. In their mind, what could be the worst case scenario? You going into the, I don't need no man and just going on your tirade. Um, I have people who they just, they're amazing people. People are amazing. They're different. Um, and they just operate off of their philosophy, even in other people's lives. Absolutely. Um, so I have people who I love who has been married and divorced. And they're like, no, never again. Yeah. Never again. Yeah. Um, and I would say a large portion of those people um, does not see a full scope of the intention of marriage. Right. They don't see a full scope of the intention of marriage. What they see is what the humans have done. Well, the humans yeah. have brought that into there. The humans yeah. has brought Oh, the dysfunctional look of marriage. We we put that blemish on there. Um, so it's hard to one, it's hard to return to that because what you're probably seeing is social media, TV, drama shows. Don't get me on drama shows. Please don't get me on drama shows. Like I, I was beefing with Tyler Perry for a minute because I was like, bro, I had seen like four Tyler Perry movies and I ain't seen one marriage make it. Like I like, like not one. What is going on? Um but we love you, Tyler. Though, call us. Yeah, we do. We love you for sure. Like, listen, you got a movie. I'm trying to. I it's, it's, it, was, <laughs> it was two things they talked about with Tyler Perry movies, and I and I came up on Tyler Perry when it was the plays first. Like, yeah. it wasn't even a movie yet. It was plays. It's two things that they talked about. One, um, no marriage ever got like it never stayed. It wasn't a happily ever after. And two, the dark skins was always the enemies. The dark-skinned dudes was the enemies. The light-skinned dude will slide in there. How you doing? Shamar Moore, like, how you doing? I know you're going through some things. Let me, like, yeah, those are the two things we talked about. But because of media, because of what we see, because of what we hear in this music, like, I had, and and I'm going to be quick with this, and I'm, I'm probably confessing something for the first time. Um, Beyonce, if you listen to this, I love you. But I had an issue with Beyonce for a while. And this is why. Not so much because of necessarily her music, but what her music was inspiring in people. Like, I know so many people who say, oh, I don't need no man such and such and such. But they was like, oh, Beyonce said, I'm a queen. I don't need no such and such and such and such. And so to me, the opposite of Beyonce or the counterpart, the male part was Young Jeezy. I loved Young Jeezy. All right. I loved like I listened to Young Jeezy all the time. But then I realized both of them was talking about things in their songs that they were no longer doing. Yeah. Beyonce was saying that she was a strong, independent woman. Didn't like basically this is what her songs was like kind of given to girls. I don't need no man. I was a strong, independent woman. You're happily married. Yeah. Jeezy was saying trap or die. It's all about the money. It's all about the dough. Go get the dough and stuff like that. You're a family man. You drop your son off to school. Yeah, all of them. You ha your life is not what your music is like going out there and portraying. Don't get me wrong, Jeezy, Beyonce, y'all cool. I love y'all. I love like listen. I told you I listened a lot of hours, but at the same time, yeah, it was saying one thing, but their life, their real life, everyday life, looks totally different. But here's the thing with that, and we can go on a tangent and talk about, we'll definitely have some conversations about music. But the mm -hmm. thing with that is, inter people, human beings, have to understand that entertainment and real life are never the same. Right. 
And sometimes things are just fun to sing about. And sometimes artists will write songs because they know who's going to consume. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and um, also the age people were when that stuff came out, people took it like, oh, that's Bible. I want to be like that. But anyway, mm -hmm. um, but kind of back to what I was um, trying to trying to get at is what what is so what is it that stop stops a man or yeah stops a man from approaching so let's say this is you don't even know much about her so you don't know she talking that i'm an independent woman stuff right. I don't know. so what is what is the vibe so how do you know those things so are you are you um looking through her social media posts are you um like how do how do you know you know if you just see somebody mm -hmm. and you're like, Okay, I like how they look. I like how they walk. I like how they're talking. I like whatever. Right. Or it could be somebody you do know. But what what is it that is like? Okay, well, let me go ahead and approach it and say hello. Or I was about to, but mm. right. And so I'm and I'm. I say vibe. It's like what are the nonverbal? Because you never you haven't had a conversation yet. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah when, you're right. So that's why I'm saying like, what is a vibe? What does that look like? when it's a go ahead even if it's not the independence conversation i only brought that up because i i personally um feel or assume that my confidence can be can be perceived as intimidating right when in fact my confidence is something that took takes a lot of work because I'm actually not as confident as I come across. So what right. is the vibe, um, right. the nonverbals? Um, I, I personally, I am a, maybe I'm not as adventurous as other people um, in the sense of a big part of the way that I approach women you're in not, general. What'd you say? When you say adventurous, does that, does that mean you're not a shooter of the shot? I shoot the shot. But I'm okay. calculated. You know what I mean? Like, gotcha. if if we if we playing if we playing basketball, I'm just not forcing shots up. Like, now nah, I'm gonna wait until I'm gonna play within the offense. Like, we go, we gonna I get a good shot. This shot gonna be open. Um, I don't know how many passes you gotta make. I don't know how many passes times you gotta pass in order to get that open shot. We gonna get that open shot. Um, but I have to see people operate. Um, and so, to me. Um, it means a lot to me that not only are you, let's say that that does end up turning into a relationship. Um, mm -hmm. It's not only important to me that you're good with me, it's, it's important to me the way you treat other people. Absolutely. Um, and so as I see you dialogue, if you're open to dialogue with your friends, with the people who you already have established relationships with, mm -hmm. um, like if I see that dialogue, that to me makes me want to then, okay, I can come up and approach this person. Why? Because there's a difference between you got your headphones on all the time with your hood up and you ain't talking to nobody. Right. There's a difference from that to, okay, she does have uh, people who she walks in with often. She does have friends who I can tell you that even if I don't personally even know her name, oh yeah, she, I see her with the same two or three people, you know, every now and then. So I know at least she has close relationships. Right. Or what can seem like a close relationship because I see her with the same two or three people all the time. That mm -hmm. to me is attractive. That's amazing. Like I want you to have and you're only as good as your community. It pushes you to be like you can't just live in an isolation. This ain't cast away with Tom Hanks. You're just not on a on an island with a volleyball named Wilson. No, like you are with people. You're living with people. And so what I like to do is I like to watch people in their community. In order for me to shoot a shot, I like to watch people in their communi community. What is the things that I can tell from afar that is important to you? I, if you're hanging out with the same two or three people, I know that you invest in relationships. There's mm -hmm. no way that you'll have tight-knit relationships like that if you wasn't investing some way or somehow. Right. Um, if you, if you in the church, um, let's say we're going to the same church and I don't even really know you. There's girls like that in my church now. I don't really know, you know, like. Churches can be big or small. It doesn't matter if you're in the church with 3,300 or 30 people. You're not going to have deep relationships with everybody. So let's say you don't know them like that. What are they doing with their time? Are they are they willing to uh, help out with such and such? 
Mm-hmm. Um, not, and I'm not saying all the time. I'm not saying, oh, I'm going to only be attracted to the best server. No, I'm saying like you did not have to stay here and clean up, but mm-hmm. you did. Yeah. Like those things going to extra miles, going to extra mile for people like those things matter. And so I have to watch you from afar. And then like at that point in time, you start to see glimpses, characteristics of man, like I don't necessarily know how she invests into people's relationships or into the relationships that she has. Mm-hmm. But I know there's some investment there. Now I'm like, oh, let me approach her. Let me dive deeper. I don't so know how for you is you're you're. So this goes back to the narrative that we um I don't know if people use this out of church, but I'm a church kid, whatever. Um, the hunter. Right. So the man is the hunter. And that does not mean everything he sees, he pounces on and gobbles right. it up. Right. So that means he's he is um scouting, he mm-hmm. is looking at tendencies, he is looking at um, like you said, use the word characteristics. Um, mm-hmm. But you're watching from afar because a good hunter don't just run out from the hunting bush. Hey, 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 come here. Hey, hey, what's your name? Right. Because exactly. let me say, man, please <laughs> calm down. Okay. Yeah. Everything that looked good ain't good. After me, you don't have to yell from the other aisle or across the parking lot. I'm scared when you do that. Mm-hmm. When you're, a hunter is loud, the animal runs away. Right. Facts. This is why you are striking out. So can you guys don't? <laughs> it takes some tact. It takes it takes an approach. And at the same time, and this is just my level of standard. At the same time, if I value this woman uh, in general, mm-hmm. this is my standard. If I value this woman in general, um, the same way you do inter- the same way I see reporters doing interviews and all this other stuff. Please know who you're in a room with. Like, just don't walk up to people thinking it's a one size fits all the way that you approach people. Like, understand who this woman is or 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 at least something. Everything that look good ain't good. Like, I'm telling you, and note once again, like McDonald's, if you wanted to give me a lifetime warrant, a lifetime, you know, supply of fries, I'm with you. But I don't, I don't eat like they burgers and stuff like that. Yeah. But when I'm hungry, does a McDonald's burger look good? Yes. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get into the whole nutrition and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. but everything that necessarily looked good ain't good. Um, you can't just go all willy nilly. And so as a hunter, I will I will describe myself as such. Um, my favorite season is rabbit season. Okay. Now I'm over here hunting <laughs> and it's my job to come prepared to hunt said rabbit. Mm. Like, so it's different. You bring different oh, ammo. They eat. What they like. See, here's the thing, though. Like, with rabbit, you just got to be patient, okay? Mm. They fast. You can miss them. They got stuff to do. Like, like it's like you're not putting a bait out there. You literally, you go and you, you know, if you know anything about rabbit hunting, like, you go to a place, you sit and you wait. You and sit and you tree. wait. Is that? And so it's my job to hunt, right? And mm-hmm. so if you bring a shotgun to hunt a rabbit, when you're eating said rabbit, and we're just talking about the hunting, mm-hmm. it's going to have multiple pellets in this mug if you actually eat it, if you actually get to it. You've almost ruined it by what you're hunting with. Right. If you bring a bow, chances are you ain't catching that mug. Yeah. It, you're going to miss every time. Rabbits are fast. And so the appropriately the appropriate hunt requires for the appropriate tools to approach it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a certain the certain tact, the waiting, the patience. Um, and so I like to say that. So yes, it's my job to come prepared in order to hunt, but it is the girl's job to shake the bush. Let me know that a rabbit is behind that bush. Okay, okay, okay. Slow down, slow down, preacher. Because some of us are slow. We need to check for understanding. So you said a lot. So right. back to McDonald's comment. So would you say it's safe to it's safe to say don't hunt when you're starving? Or don't no. don't don't ride by McDonald's or don't go grocery shopping on an empty stomach. Mm, no, no, you can't do that. You setting yourself so, up for failure. You setting yourself up because now everything starts to look good. And you settling. And you settling because you just mm-hmm. need to satisfy that hunger. 
Mm -hmm. I won't take a poll. Don't raise your hand if it's not you. But how many times have you been so hungry, mm. so tired mm. of waiting till lunchtime, so thirsty? I'll take that back because I got another philosophy on thirst. But starving yourself and then you, you said, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait. Mm -hmm. but now you haven't fed anything. And now the next thing that walked by is about to get the next the next fast food joint I see I'm pulling over devoured and and but the, here's the thing too like that goes both ways right because like we we also do that in terms of the dating world girls I'm gonna speak to y'all y'all can y'all can murder me in the comment section for this and I'm okay with that but I'm just telling you I'm basing things not off of what I think off of what I hear come on um girls will get into and, it, and it's crazy. I think it's crazy. Let me start by saying that. Girls will get into their late 20s. Late 20s. Not late 30s. Mm -hmm. Not 40 over. Girls will get into their late 20s and talking about, I need to find a man. Time is running out. My, my, you know, I can only reproduce for so long and it's only healthy to have a baby until 35. I can say it's like all this other stuff, all this other stuff, all this other stuff. And now I'm like, listen. The moment you start pushing the pace and trying to rush things is the moment you're going to find yourself in a situation that maybe after you get in the situation, you're like, man, maybe I shouldn't have got myself in this situation. Okay. Those are the times. For guys, it's the same thing. It's like we have this um, this innate uh, a desire to mm -hmm. not only be in a marriage and a relationship that's long and healthy. Yes, that's what we want, right? But we want her to look fine. We want her to look fine. Oh, we, we want that's understood. We, we want her to look fine, but not only do we want her to look fine, we we do think, and I know a lot of guys, especially my age, mm -hmm. um, when you get into those early thirties, where you're like, uh, I do want to physically be able to play catch with my son. Yeah, I want to physically be able to um, go see all of my daughter's recitals, choirs, all this stuff. I want to be capable and able body to do these things. And so right. now you're rushing against time and you're anything and everything. Like you got, uh, you start with the dating profiles. Um, they got ones for um, farmers, uh, uh, Christians, uh, uh, nightlife. They got a dating app for everything that you can think of. Yeah. And you just, you just consume because you're just trying to find something. Yeah. So and the reason I brought that up, okay, so that was one. You know, you start settling when you get too hungry. Mm -hmm. To me, I used to I used to say that, you know, don't be too thirsty, but because you you mentioned it because you said now the rabbit gotta shake the bush and let me know she over there. Mm -hmm. So the reason I, I, I changed my stance on the, the thirst of it all is because I think it's I think it's okay to be honest and be like. Yeah, there's a thirst. Why am I? I'm not going to act like I'm like, I'm not going to act like I got everything that I desire when I have a thirst for this area over here. You mm -hmm. know, I, I want to have a successful relationship marriage with a heterosexual male. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I think it's okay to say that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. What I'm saying is when you get to the point where you're in desperation, where you feel like, I can't wait any longer or I got to do something. I got to, I got to make some stuff happen. I think it gets a little tricky and a slippery slope. Right. And I won't go into what those things have to happen are because that's different for everybody. Um, mm -hmm. But speaking of the hunt, how, how would a woman, how does a woman or the rabbit, how do they let you know? Is it right. is it more of is it more of um let me allow him to approach let me not let me not put up walls or is right. it um I can um let me go say hello because I he keep looking over here let me just go say hello is right. that it or is it um let me shoot then man I I am so over fed up <laughs> um with the, I don't know, it's kind of like a game that we play that nobody told us the rules to this game. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Nobody even told us that this was a game, but yet and still we play this game. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're not allowed, the rule of the game, one of the rules is that you're not allowed to speak your attentions to the other person. Like, it's like a mm-hmm. secret, I hold some of my cards back and forth and stuff like that. And I'm like, I I, I, I used to do it. Yeah. I same. used to do it for sure. Um, but now I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, nope, that makes no sense. Like, I would rather be forthcoming with mm-hmm. my intentions or desires or a desire for a pursuit yeah. um, than to play this cat and mouse game of, oh, I'm looking at him. Is he looking at me? Oh, I'm going I'm to walk past and, 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 and wink or smile. And then that's going to give him the hint to like, no, that's that is stupid. That is so stupid. I'm going to like everything um, posted for the past six months. Is that like, like, yeah, like. Uh, he didn't get the hint. I walked past him and smiled. What? No. Like, let me tell you this, girls. And I'll say it. Guys are slower than you think. We are slower than you think. Some of those subtle hints, we don't speak this language of subtle. So we don't get it. You we can don't think that you period. We it's, it's different languages for sure. So I am okay. I am personally okay. I've had girls before in the past that I've respected, even if it didn't turn into a date or anything else. I've respected so much because they was like, hey, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm very into you. Um, And like they just came out and said it. And I'm like, I respect that. Uh, Like, I I, I really do respect that because you don't you don't want to go around the the, the rosy ring around the rosy trying to figure out what's going on. and so, but that gives me as a man, like, I don't, I don't think that she's pursuing me with saying that. I think she's making oh, her. That is a, that's a bigger statement than I think you realize. Okay. Because, let me tell you why. And this is, this is why we don't speak the same language. What you just said is, is huge because mm-hmm. I can guarantee you that everything you said right before that, everyone listened to this was like, I ain't finna pursue no man, but we ain't supposed to pursue. I thought they told us not to pursue. But let, that that is why that it's is why that game that you mentioned is because in our minds, especially if you a church kid, uh-huh. doing anything like that equals pursuit. I'm not saying that I subscribe to that personally, right. or I'll say that I have been freed from that it, before. But that is something that's very. Um, tricky for women who have been raised a certain way or or if they look at the man a certain way right i do that what will he think of me will he think i do that with everybody will he think that i'm always because if somebody is if somebody is confident enough to come at you with the example you gave Mm -hmm. that would lead me to believe and that's in my woman mind because that's only mine i got that would lead me to believe that ain't her first time doing that. So as a woman, we would our what holds us back is he's gonna think that I always do this because I didn't yeah. stop, I didn't walk up there with my head down and I had something to say. That's that's what women think. So that's why it it, it feels like a game, but it's really like I want to tell him I'm interested, but I don't want to be that girl. Yeah, that I don't I don't subscribe to that at all. Like that conversation don't even happen because like think about this. If you see, this is from a guy's point of view. Mm-hmm. If you see a solid girl, like you know she's solid, like you've been navigating, you've been seeing her around, and she came up and did that, kind of like that example. For example, I know that you're not doing that all the time. You know why? Because you would have been wifed up by now. If you did that all the time, you're solid. Like you're, you're telling me, you who you are, you're solid and all this mm-hmm. other stuff, and you're not at the finish line already, and you've been walking up to people like that? Nah. It's impossible. Something just don't add up. Hmm. Something just don't add up. You would have been wifed up. Or maybe this is what I think, that girls have to go through so much to get to that point, I believe. Even the most poor girls that I know have to go through so much. A, they have to deny themselves almost. Take take that pride aside and forget all of that stuff that you just mentioned and say, no, I'm going to go and make my intentions known. Secondly, it takes a lot for somebody, not only a girl, but anybody in general to put themselves out there like that. When you put yourself out there like that, you are literally offering yourself up 
for either a rejection. I know that's a hard word. Um, Real word though. Or, or a um, you're offering yourself up for a rejection or for it to go the way that you want. Um, I had one of my friends, and I'm not gonna say no names. They walked up to me and said that. Okay. They walked up to me and said that I'm not even sure if this friend remembers having this conversation at this point. Maybe she do. Maybe she don't. She I did. don't know. She did probably. Um, but she had that conversation with me and, um, she said it and I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like there's not very many relationships in my life that is amazing as our friendship that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see, um, us pursuing a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to be very forthcoming with you for about that because I want to continue this friendship that we had. It's gotcha. amazing. Like we, we've been like, like, I don't want to mess that up. Like, I'm not going to sit up here and act like this relationship didn't, but I mean, I'm not going to act like this conversation didn't happen. So we're not going to sit up here and be in denial. Like it didn't happen. Let's just forget about it. No, we're going to say that this is where we are. And if we, we need to draw some lines, right? It's not a bad thing. We can draw some lines that if I was giving you the impression that I wanted to take that, there are some things that I need to not do. There are some things that I need to do instead of like not even in pursuing you can if there is male and female relationship, Mm -hmm. I believe that there is amount of guarding the heart that needs to happen because I need to not put forward um, the vibe that I want you when Mm -hmm. I'm just being and it's and for me, it's easy to do. And I'm going to say that it's easy to do because I am so a people person. Mm -hmm. I want people to be validated. I believe whether it's um, a friend, my sister. Um, a niece, a grand, mm-hmm. no matter what, I believe that women are queens. And I want to not only be like with you in the world, but I want to build you up. So you know yeah. that you are worth it so much more. And so when I sit up here and I say that to a friend and say mm-hmm. like, no, you're a queen. You're, you're like, you're, you're beautiful, amazing, smart, and all these other things trying to build you up. You yeah. can see that as flirting. And I'm like, no, I need you to know your worth. So when the, that said person do come along, you realize that you're a freaking Maserati. You ain't no little Hyundai out here. You're Maserati. Please yeah. act as such. And so it can come off a little weird like that. But having that conversation, we continue to be friends. We continue to like go deeper in our relationship. Um, she continued to look out for me when it was potential, you know, mm-hmm. relationships brewing up. And she even then turned into the person that was a filter for me where it was like, Oh, I like Ren such and such and such. And she like, nah, that wouldn't work. Mm. Nah, you, you, you just like, you like you in a nice way. It just wouldn't just, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that route. And it is beautiful. Um, But it needs to happen. That conversation to me can only illuminate. So um, I, I love the fact that God and I'm about to preach it y'all. Sorry. God is a God of clarity. He's mm-hmm. a God of peace. Um, so many times you you hear about um, God and, and, and his truth being shown as light in the Bible. Yeah. Um, light brings clarity, light brings vision and all this other stuff. When you bring stuff and shine a light on things and you can live within that light and it's not stuff that you're hiding back in the dark, it makes relationships so much better. Um, I, we, we have an understanding as to where we both are. Um, we could be... Um, I believe in, and we talked about this a little bit before offline. I believe in you can be the right person the wrong time. Yeah. I can, I believe in, um, I kind of met you maybe um, Mm -hmm. sooner before I ripened. Like I can think back to people where it's like, man, like there's girls that was around in my early twenties that like, yeah, I was way more mature than me. I was definitely not in a time (laughs) like where I could either receive anything that y'all was. Yeah. Anything. Been um, and vice versa. Yeah. And vice versa. Like there's mm-hmm. girls that I was like, man, like I literally thought this, like we could be the same exact age. And I'm like, man, like if you keep on the, the route that you want in the next five years. Yeah, maybe something. But I'm not holding my breath for that. And you shouldn't hold your breath for that. No. So. Yeah, that's good. No, that's that's really good. Um, But that's that just shows how differently we think and perceive mm-hmm. the same information. Um, because like you said, if, if somebody is affirming me and they happen to be male, it takes a lot of mental 
um, maturity. It takes a mm -hmm. lot to decipher through that because as a woman, and I don't know how, I don't know if y'all, this goes back to knowing who you are. Because I really believe social media in the world will tell you that we only want, uh, or how about this? The question, well, what do you bring it to the table? That bull, slow down. Um, because yeah. I don't, I, I really, I think if, if men knew who they really are and how we really see you, it would be impossible for you to think that we only want you for money. It would be impossible. Mm -hmm. It would be so opposite of the truth because it is the opposite of the truth. Right. Everything, and it comes from who, when I say knowing who you are, knowing who really what God made you to be. I'm not talking about a career. I'm not talking about a function of a church. I'm not talking about, um, you know, how the style of music you like or, um, you know, your personality type even. The fact that you are a man is most of it because your words are so valuable. And I'm talking about whether it's a friend, it's a father, a son, a pastor who's a man, anything like that. I could say, um, for example, if, my, if, if I have a spiritual leader who is um, in the age range of a father or a grandfather, if he if he comes to me and says you're doing a good job i'm really proud of you that will probably stay that 0.2 second sentence will probably stay with me for the rest of my life and i'll remember what i had on i had on i remember when standing in the room when he said it and i remember what day of the week it was simply because he is a man of leadership in my life right that's it so if there is a, a young man i'll just say a man of my similar age range and he uh, affirms me using your example and says all these great things. It takes something out of a woman to be like, it's literally, he's just, it's just that he's affirming me because that's just mm. the kind of person he is. So it takes for, for me or the woman that you're talking to a lot because of how valuable your words are as a man, period. Mm, yeah. Without me knowing your credit score, without me knowing how much you got paid on your last check without mm -hmm. me knowing whether you rent or own all of that stuff is literally that that is not what makes what you say important it's right. literally what you say it that's why it's so important that men are in homes with their families yes i, had, I have to say that yes. because men are hearing messages that are not coming from our mouths and the world is telling you that we're saying it and we're not Mm. We do want you there. No. As bad as you are, it takes a lot for us to get to the point where we don't. Yeah. Your presence is everything and your words are even more. So when when you say things like that, that's why it takes a lot for a woman to be like, oh, it wasn't that. Because your words are safety for us. Right. <laughs> and usually you ain't going to just say something haphazardly. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it takes a lot. So we do think differently. But of course, you know, like you said, have the conversation, move on. Now we've got clarity. We know where we at. But right. I just wanted to put that out there that I, I don't know that you guys realize how important you are to us and to how the how our worlds function in general. Um, it's super, super, super valuable. Right. And that's why women struggle with let me make sure that didn't mean that. Right. And, and that's and that's something that needs to be said. I will never, and this is something I well, I'm not gonna say never. This is something I find myself. Um, and I'll and I'll end on this because I know we went a little bit over y'all, but this is something I need to tell y'all mm -hmm. that I want to make it a part of my life that I never dim the light. Mm-hmm for the sake of a misunderstanding. And this is what I mean by that. Like, I will explain to you everything of where that heart is coming from if, if you mm -hmm. want to have that conversation. But is it truth that you are worth more than silver and gold? Yes. 
whether you're a man or you're a woman, I want you to know that. That's the truth. Is it true that you are beautifully and wonderfully made? Yes, whether you're a man or a woman, I want you to know that. And so me and the way that I walk and operate life, it's like, no, like if if the and this and this becomes a God thing, right? Like if the spirit puts it on my heart to tell you that, like, hey, you need to know that today. I want you to know today that you're worth it. I want you to know that today that maybe some days you wake up and you don't feel beautiful, but you are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Some days you don't feel like you're worth it, but you're worth it. Some days you don't feel like you're qualified, but let me tell you, the place where you're in is the best place to start any journey that you could ever want to go on. And like, those are the things that we need to tell people, like speak life and speak love, no matter the situation. You should not, and this goes back to dating, you should not have to be romantically interested in someone to say those things. You should not, but. You should not, man. But that's the reality that we in. Um, I know we went a little bit long today, but I do want to continue and we want to get on another. I think we're going to have another dating. Uh, 101, I think at this point it's probably 105. Um, we're going to have another dating episode. We need to, that was some good stuff. Just continue to iron out. What is the language that we perceive? Um, when you say something, what is the language that we that you perceive when we say something mm-hmm. and kind of deciphering um, the communication? Because like you'll be surprised how much it is a language barrier. It is. And that is the whole purpose of, of this conversation. Like I said at the top. It makes no sense to me why we would dog people that we say we want. Mm. I'm not running to your arms if the foundation is everything I've done wrong, even though it wasn't actually me, mm. I, I, I can't do that. And I cannot, I cannot accept that you think the first thing I'm going to ask you is how much you make when mm-hmm. I'm not, that's not me. And if that's not the type of woman you want, why are you even listening to that? That's not even in your, yeah. that's not, if that's not, has no chance of being your future. Why are you even consuming? This is true. That doesn't make sense. It should be conversations like this. When I, when I, when you say this, I hear this. Am I off? Yes. <laughs> when, <laughs> when I say this, this is what I meant. Oh, I didn't even know that. How are we gonna get people? How are we gonna get all these young single people that say they want to be married married if they don't talk to each other? I don't need to know all men think. <laughs> right. I don't need to know all men's favorite food. Just one. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know uh, his all, all his likes and dislikes. I don't need to know how he thinks. I just need to know, learn one man. Mm. I stuff, but I'm not trying to marry everybody. So I don't need a guru, guru telling me men think like this. I just need the simple basics. And then when the one that I want to invest in comes along, then I'll dig deeper. But I don't, listen, whatever his credit score is, we'll deal with that one. I don't need to know all mm-hmm. of them. Okay. Hallelujah. That was a mic drop. Listen, I, I just, it's been on my mind for so long and I just wish we would be realistic. I think we've intellectualized relationships to the point of no end and we need to get back to just being people. We do. If you want to know me and what I think about something, ask me. Don't ask um, an influencer that you don't know. Right. Because you don't know me either. And I'm not like every other woman. So if you want to know, just ask me. I'm not going to kill you. I'm actually going to be delighted that you asked. And then, so I'm going to stop there because, yeah. Mike is dropped. <laughs> well, thank y'all so much for joining us in the Seven Park Podcast with Ren and Didi. Uh, We're going to continue to keep wrapping this up. We thank you guys um, for being a far along with us this, this far along in the game. Um, but, if you have any thoughts, any thought processes on anything we talked about today, what does it look like to communicate back and forth? If you're a female, would you take that first step as a guy who's hunting? Or are you hunting and you preparing with the right tools? Um, so we'll love to know that in the comment section. But until next time, Didi, you got to sign off? Just thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow each of us. He's at Hollywood underscore capital R capital B. I'm at Adidria underscore is. And you can also follow the podcast at 
uh, at set apart underscore sorry at set underscore apart underscore podcast because all the simple ones were taken i'm so sorry and then uh <laughs> and share uh our channel on youtube which is just set apart podcast without a doubt so have a love lovely day a lovely day peace out guys Hey, hey, this is your girl, Dee from Set Apart with Ren and Dee Thank you so much for tuning in to this latest installment. Don't forget to subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts.